I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, for our sins, we are going to speak about the Monster Hunter movie. And his son. Played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a Jericho. Coming down. Now you know. Oh, bring the wall down. This episode is a long time coming. Like, we yeah. were talking about the rumors of a Monster Hunter movie when we started this podcast. Yeah, I, we, I, I do remember us, I, I distinctly remember us talking about the, like, test footage that was leaked, mm, right? Yeah. Of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Raffalos and Gormagala, like, fighting in New York. <laughs> I think we even had that back um, then, so and that was the rumors of, like, quite the some time ago. as well, which obviously we've done a previous cast on. Mm. Well, I'm looking, I'm on the Wikipedia now, development, and it's like, in 2020, in 2012, Resident Evil director Paul W.S. Anderson was rumoured to develop a film adaptation of Monster Hunter. And it's like, 2016, it was like, kind of announced. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Tsujimata brought it up at TGS. Then 2018, it's finally officially announced. Um, one line I have seen here, Anderson said that part of the film's inspiration was a crossover event in Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> Just as well we did a crossover episode. <laughs> yep, and then, yeah, finally released December 2020 in the West, but, like, was it out in any theatres anywhere? Who knows? And then it came out in March 2021 here in Japan, so that's when I finally saw it. Yeah, I was... Uh... Distinctly waiting for it coming on streaming platforms yeah, and such, right? I can tell. I was ever going to bother gonna seeing it. So. I watched it like... twice in a theatre. <laughs> You're a madman. Absolutely. I mad like man. I like monster movies, you know, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Sure. And when it's these monsters, even more so. No, no, I, yeah. I, I get why you did it. It doesn't change the fact that you're a madman. <laughs> but still. I saw it once in English and once in Japanese. The Japanese version is technically slightly better. Why is that? So at the end, there's some extra credits with the Japanese voice actors. And over those credits, it plays Proof of a Hero. Ah, okay. Okay. (laughs) It's the only thing. It's funny that it's only Proof of a Hero could make it better. Like a piece of music. Well-renowned in the Mm. series. It's not going to be anything else. Well, I mean, okay, let's start with that. One of the only good things about this film is that it has actually got pretty banging music. But why oh. did they not just use the great music the games already had? I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I don't even know. Like, what was like the music at all? Like, in it, like, I was. Yeah, it's I, 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 I was the whole time fucking Pretty watching funky it. techno. 
no, I, I just thought oh, this is very generic. But like you know, they've got all this great music there already written for them, orchestrate mm. it, make it sound, you know, bombastic in Hollywood. You need to like uh, and you're on to a winner. Maybe see why like they kind of didn't know is like how do you weave that music and uh, like you need to build like specific like scenes in the film to get that music in there. Oh you know what they could have done? Hmm? They should have just done that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, it would be better. Like that's how you, that's how you would do it. Like, but then you're obviously kind of building the film around the music mm. element of the series. Have you seen the like the clip off that was doing the rounds off the? I think it's just a short clip of the Mario film that's going to be coming out, obviously, in the next few weeks. Mm. Um, and it's Mario walking through like a toad town. And I'm pretty sure it's the Mario theme made into this kind of jazzy tune as they're walking through mm-hmm. the town. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, they get it. They've got this brilliant, iconic theme. You know, lean on it. Yeah, they don't go. Fans will love it. No, what we'll do? We'll rewrite the Mario theme. Because <laughs> we can talk. <laughs> or, yeah, we'll replace it with generic techno. No, thank you. I suppose yeah. the difference is like just involvement, right? Like Miyamoto's been down there at that studio mm-hmm. since like yeah. day one. Yeah, definitely. Nintendo is super, and Capcom is just like, yeah, we'll sign off the license, whatever. We'll get, we'll Do get we some dollars, mm-hmm. some dollary dues. Who cares? Nintendo are very protective of their licenses, yeah. um, rightly so, I think, considering what happened here. Um, I mean. Do you want I will to, say like... though, I really like the '93 Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's so bad that it's good though. That's what like yeah, that's what I it, like. It, it fills a niche. <laughs> it is uh, so that, bad that's good. I'll have a podcast about that coming up very soon. So I'll try to remember to like post the link or whatever. Captain, do you have any idea what those markers are? They look pretty ancient. Where the hell are we? That lightning it hit those markers and it took us somewhere. I don't care what those creatures are. We destroy them and close the gateway. So do you want to go through the film's kind of main plot plot beats and talk about what we... uh... I was going to say what we liked, but that may be optimistic, at least what we didn't like. Okay, well, so, the very start of the film, we're in like, we're in the sand, there's a sand ship, it's all very, mm-hmm. it starts with a scene that is very Monster Hunter, right? Yeah. Yes. Also, rem- so, I'm going to say it, like, that oddly reminded me of, like, the original Mortal Kombat movie. It just felt, like, so 90s, oh, yeah? yeah. This thing really kind of had a 90s vibe about it. Like, not really a... A good way. I can go and see that. It's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> this is how they're going. This is how they're starting out. Like, wow. <laughs> Get a Ron Perlman jump scare <laughs> from the very beginning. <laughs> and some very Just aggressive, like the Ablos, like yeah, he's playing the, like the, the Admiral. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know, like the fact that we're starting with a sand ship and a monster attacking it, people, you know, vaguely in Monster Hunter cosplay. 
but then, yeah, that is very quickly over. Characters from Monster Hunter World. Because, like, this is what everyone remembers. Had I... Had I no knowledge of what was to come, (laughs) what we were about to be subjected to in the next scene, and this was me just sitting down, watching a Monster Hunter movie, this was the open, I would be like, yes, I'm strapped in, I'm ready to go, because... Yeah, it's a bit cheesy, like you know, like Jas was saying. It's it's mm-hmm. it definitely has a bit of a bit of uh, other like video game adaptations have that same level of cheese. I don't mind it. I don't think any of us really mind it sitting here. But at the very least, it's distinctly and quite clearly Monster Hunter, right? Mm. Hard cut. <laughs> You're some army soldiers. Going through the desert in a jeep, having banter and singing their wee yeah, singing their wee songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> oh man, oh I hated it. I hated it so much. It's just so <laughs> cliched and dumb. Just so the lines they were coming out of as they were trundling through the desert, like, like. <laughs> But one of them, like I think, when they go through the portal, obviously they'll get transported to the monster world and mm. end up in the portal, and they see like the big skeletons around them. Like one of them says, oh, "This is officially above my pay grade." I'm like, oh come on! <laughs> I thought you were going to like mention before, like the whole before they go through the portal, like there was like ominously drive past like the ruins and like, oh, what are those like weird symbols? Like like pointing out like the most obvious thing. Like something's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, let's just there, ignore you know? it. <laughs> These eldritch glyphs, <laughs> like like lighting up as they drive past. Yeah, I can't. That's that's fine. Just keep driving. We're all right. I mean, I mean, did you like just... this banner? But I didn't generally. like it. But I didn't. I don't. I didn't care. Like, no. I feel like you're going out of your way to find a thing to complain about. It was just film. It's just film. It's just, yeah, it's just cliche. Like, like said, I think he's <laughs> trying to get down on it. It's just like it is really just really cliche. Like you said, yeah. Like when, it, when yeah, you see that just, a lot, it like it's feel... hard to kind of get. Like you can't be interested in it because you've seen it too much. Mm. That's it. It's just so like I you roll your eyes at it, right? And it, it came from like that opening where I was like, okay, I can get involved in this, you know. With sandship and such, um, it just oh, man, <laughs> man, why, 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 why did they have army soldiers in a monster? I don't get it. I don't okay, get it. well, I, I can for two reasons. The first, it's uh, cheaper than doing the whole film with actual sets and stuff from the games. Um, they think it will bring, it will help an audience connect who were not already into the games and because it means you can have something on screen that's not just exactly the same as what's in the game already like I'm not necessarily defending it but it's not like I don't think it's a completely insane idea I don't think they did it very well like I don't I don't think this film's great or anything <laughs> yeah just um it's just how cliched it is that's just genuinely what wound me up from the very beginning <laughs> but having said that once we get start getting the monsters coming out again, 
again, I'm I'm right back in. Strap me in. This is what I'm here for. Right. And I think it's what I think it's what anyone that watches this film that's a fan of one sort of is in for the right day. They're, they're not here. Like like you said, you know, they're not here to really care about army soldiers or banner. And anything, you're absolutely spot on. I didn't really care about it. It just kind of made me roll my eyes. Mm. <laughs> and the thing as well, like that opening, like it does, it does seem to like whiz by like pretty quick. Oh yeah, like, it's banter, banter through portal, and then like almost like seconds later they're getting attacked. Yeah, yeah. at least ten minutes. You're in. You're into monsters, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. Black Diablos smashing up their trucks. Yeah. Okay, so then. Diablo scene, pretty cool. Even though it spends way more time swimming in the sand than a Diablos does in game, mm. whatever. I guess uh, that did, uh, I was going to say becomes like, a tremors monster. Yeah, <laughs> like the becomes, a it becomes like a Diablos becomes like bloodthirsty when they're like herbivores. Like it just hangs about and just I like get the impr- it doesn't. It is supposed to be territorial, yeah. right? And that's the impression I got. Yeah, in this, I guess like it's being very one territorial. Thing I, I did think when I was watching, like they were kind of going for, but like. Just how long it kind of hangs about. Like, I'm glad yeah, that it gets like, a lot of not screen time. Like, it's good to be seeing, in. It was good seeing like a Diablos like in a, in a film like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot that looked good yeah. too. Hmm. Yeah, like I think the CG for the monsters in the film was yeah, it, it didn't come across as low budget, right? Like, like you said, it did. Mm. It did look good. These this is what I wanted to see in a monster Hunter movie is the monsters realized in Hollywood fashion in a, in a, in a full blown feature film. Um, especially, I mean, well, obviously we got World at the time, but like World was already out by the time this film came out and such. There, but imagine if we hadn't had World and with all we were used to is the 3DS games, and then suddenly, bam! Well, that's it. I think. Part of what let this film down is it just took too long to come out. Mm. If we, if this had come out back when we were doing the podcast, like 2016, 2017, when Monster Hunter still felt like an obscure thing that we were into, I think we would have been a lot more positive on the film mm. just because we, would, we weren't used to being treated this well. I guess, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I still think I would have rolled my eyes a bit. Oh, yeah, we'd have rolled our eyes and made fun of it, and we're still going to, but... There would have been an element of like, damn, we got a monster out of film, and look, it's actually got the monsters in it. Yes, yes. And look, this character's from the game. Wow. Totally, yeah, totally agree with that. Whereas now, Monster Hunter is like Capcom's biggest selling game ever. <laughs> monster Hunter World is like a genuine phenomenon, and they're bringing yeah. this shit out with like Ron <laughs> Perlman looking like a not very good cosplayer of the Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did I, not lo- know I love Ron Palman, but you don't know that. <laughs> I love Ron Palman, but he's not in the shape to play that character no. anymore. <laughs> no, maybe if, it, like you said, if it came out in like 2012, 2013, he may have been fine. Yeah, if it came out when they probably actually cast him, it's kind of funny as well because I swear, like he, Ron Palman was like, like his wig changes like scene to scene. Like they never quite <laughs> know how to get the admiral's hair like quite right. It was a rough week, right? Yeah. It was not looking great. <laughs> Bless him. But then, after the Diablos attack, we're into the bit which I want to know how you felt about this, Jay. The Mercilla stuff. Yeah, so... I mean, initially, I didn't 
clock them as Nursilla. I mean, I kind of thought this Nursilla they're bringing in, Spider Monster, obviously. They just didn't. Yeah, they're I'm barely Nursillas, right? Yeah, like it was strange. It just felt like more like generic fantasy Spider, right? Like hmm. maybe it's just the they didn't have they didn't have really the color scheme of a Nursilla. Yeah, like, they don't even look like Nursilla. Really, apart with... from like. You get nah, some shots like right? in the nest, like where you see like the bigger ones, but like it's so dark because of the scene, like with like mm. the flare and stuff like that. Like you barely get to see mm. it, so maybe like the bigger one does look more like a standard Arcella that we're used to from the games. But when they're all kind of smaller ones, all like scuttered on about, like it looks nothing like the monster. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it's not wearing like a. Chipsaro skin, yeah. which is one of the main things Nasilla does. I think most of them scurry about. It's not like colourful, be... doesn't do any of its attacks. I did hear prior to seeing the film, spiders. I think those are technically meant to be like infant Nasilla, the majority of the ones that you'd be seeing. Yeah, 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 but still. So, but that's a poor excuse, I think, for like, but... they just want spy- a bunch of spiders like roaming about in the scenes, don't they? Yeah, yes. yeah, that, well, that's it. That's the that's my problem with this scene is they they, they didn't like right what monster hunter monster can we take and what can we do with it they just thought like well we want a spider monster oh look they've got one we'll grab that mm-hmm. but we're basically just gonna do aliens California uh, yeah I mean <laughs> that's exactly what this scene was right like just uh, especially with the bit with um. Soldier is played by um, T.I., right? Like, he, <laughs> he comes wandering in. Oh, yeah, he's got the eggs laid in him and whatever. He's got the eggs like, yeah, laid in like, him. Like, like when I saw up. that, I was like... Whoop. They're all webbed up, like, in cocoons. <laughs> like, cocoons really and the break of the membrane. And funny. he's got the eggs, like, laying into him. Like, like I, I was like, I did not expect body horror in what this monster film. I was, well... <laughs> Like I just didn't expect that at all. Oh, well, yeah, well that that does get into like my actual problem with this film, because it, yeah, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it has monsters battling soldiers. Why? But whatever. I'm fi- I'm actually fine with all that. My problem with it is just that tonally it doesn't get Monster Hunter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like fundamentally, this film tries to make it like it's a horror movie. Everyone hates the monsters. Even the hunter they have from the like the Monster Hunter world. He's like driven by a need for revenge for his dead family and all of this. That's not Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter, yeah, the monsters are dangerous and you have to deal with them sometimes. But most of the characters have a love for them, right? Mm-hmm. And a big part of the point is that it's um, it's based on like a harmony with nature. You always have like the handlers who are like really excited to tell you about different monsters because they love them. All this kind of thing. There's none of that. This film basically doesn't have any love in it. Even like even down to the fact that all of the characters hate each other. <laughs> Whereas Monster Hunter definitely... is meant to be this big thing about like friendship and teamwork. I mean, I guess community. It's like they're going for like a buddy thing where they are friends by the end, right? But still, there's definitely a missed chance for a bit of an arc there, right? Like you're like having they the sort of try and do one. Come but... and... I mean, talking about the the the, the harmony aspect with with mm. you know, appreciating the monsters because that's not present at all. Like there's no. an arc with the the hunter character and um, Miljovic's character, like buddying up, right? But I mean, it's more so than the fact that you could have the the army Artemis, say yeah, that's her name, uh, coming in, and uh, obviously having no 
appreciation for the world and hating the monsters because, well, she saw her whole squad get wiped out by the Nursillas and having the hunters kind of impress upon her the, you know, how how the, how the the, the the kind of natural world all comes together and that harmony between hunter and and creature and and the and the world itself all comes together. I kind of had a little moment of that where they come across later in the film the Absaros. They're like, wow, incredible. Uh, and then Raphos just flies in and ruins the whole the whole <laughs> the whole scene <laughs> for, for them in that aspect. But yeah, yeah. Um, like like you said, totally all over the place and uh this Nursilla scene <laughs> was just wild. And then really what's true. what's really funny about the Nursilla scene is the film sets up this whole squad of soldiers as a team, they're trying to give them all a little moment so you, they're all dead and we're like 20 minutes into the film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I was saying earlier. Like, I thought why. I maybe... Thought it kind of moves along, like, kind of sort of quickly because, like, you think they're going, the soldiers are going to stick around for, like, a fair bit and they just don't. <laughs> like, mopped up no, but... a handful of scenes. On a rewatch, that makes the early scenes with all the slightly cringe banter even more unnecessary because you know they're not hanging around. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I suppose if you've, if you've seen that film a few times, just going back to that early banner, I was worried. Oh god, this is going to be the whole film. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, okay, yeah. Whereas I um, knew, like, this is they were gone. You're dead. Minutes. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was rewatching the first Transformers film with my girlfriend um, at the weekend, and she was just pointing to uh, the soldiers showed up, and it had there that's the film's version of like here's the first scene with the soldiers having banter, but you know written by writers, so it was a bit better. Uh, and she's just like, well, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. And she's right. Most of them are dead. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the actual scene itself, I did enjoy it, because I love Alien, right? Like, yeah. it's just, and well, it's just, just an Alien scene. But it's not... See, I wasn't sure, but it did it so it didn't set off any spider dislike for you. I don't mind spiders. Oh no, no, it's, it's Andy. It's Andy, isn't it? Yeah, I don't mind spiders at all. Like it's yeah. just. But like, now, if they were in like a den of octopi, then <laughs> right. we've got problems. <laughs> or they replace those Nursilla with Volvodon instead. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's. The, the, I would. I wouldn't be here on the podcast. The film would not have been watched. It would have been switched off at that point. The film would have a different rating if she was just getting attacked by all them tongues. <laughs> Yeah, red band version. So um, she gets out of the Nursilla hole, and she's all infected with venom and and feeling great. And then uh, eventually she ends up um getting rescued or captured. I forget exactly how it happens. By... It's like it's like he's kind of trying to rescue her, but he's scared of her, so he like mm-hmm. sort of captures her. Yeah, they have a bit of a have a bit of a rumble. He ends up like at one point she's handcuffed, then she manages to get him handcuffed. Then he falls down the Nasilla hole, and she pulls him out, and they're like, "Okay, let's be friends." Yes, that that's right. Um, I mean, to be fair, 
You, you hire Tony Jaa, you've got to give him at least one scene to do Kung Fu yeah. on someone. Yeah. Face scenes are actually okay. <laughs> yeah. Good kind of back and forth between... Um, I, can always, I can always imagine those scenes are good because Paul W. Sanderson was just like, all right, Tony, do yeah. what you want. <laughs> Have at it. Also, right, I've got, to, I've got to give the film props for this. He talks in Monster Hunter language all the way through the film. He does. He does. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Especially um, the amount of films where it's like, you know, they get isekai to another dimension and everyone just speaks English. Like, nope, <laughs> he speaks a completely made-up language. Deal with it. <laughs> I mean, as a fan of Monster Hunter, obviously, I appreciate that. Mm. I just think, as a film, <laughs> it makes it quite tough at points. Because you just have Mila Jovovich having banter to herself, really. Yeah. But it also gives it... I think the the sort of them becoming friends story probably does work better like this than if they could just chat. Like, it becomes like a... I don't know. It's like it like her befriending, you know, an alien or a creature yeah, or whatever. I know he's just a bloke. They become but... pals like after he, she saves him from their cellar, but it's not really. They become pals when she gives him chocolate. Yep. Fucking shit, chocolate as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, but he doesn't know really bad Hershey's chocolate. Like fucking so... Hershey's. Come on. <laughs> Gotta give him a wisp of gold or something. Like, I I watched a video about it recently about like the shit that they're allowed to put in American chocolate. And there is, it genuinely is just full of a bunch of chemicals yeah. and that's why it tastes like vomit. Because it's full of stuff that tastes like vomit. <laughs> like, I thought it was just me, but nope. Yeah, horrible. I'm surprised he didn't just run her through of his dual blades <laughs> there in the <laughs> Or one of his all five to six weapons he uses throughout the entire film. That's quite accurate, isn't it? <laughs> Just have a look yeah. at your hunting card yeah. there, Jazz. <laughs> like, that's me. And I guess, guess that, like, their main kind of hunter character kind of would have to be like that, right? Well, they're just going to stick into one weapon. Yeah, he was definitely trying I guess... to get his bow, bow usage up at the start of the film, but then he, he pivots later to Sword and Shield. What does he go for? I forget what he, he has. He has a great sword. Oh, great, great sword. sword. That is the yeah, yeah. And, like, insect glaive towards the end. That's right, yeah. But with no insect. Yeah, no insect. Yeah, you don't see anyone. You just see stuff. The glaive. And uh, Artemis Smiljovic's character, she ends up going for the uh, the jewel blades. It's her weapon. Makes sense. Beginner weapon. Yep. No, the jewel blade means like. I'd. I did enjoy. I was wondering if they were going to do it, and I was glad they did that they had the um, the demon mode mm-hmm. coming into play, like when they put the swords together. Yeah, make and a they... joke out of it, like she's Go not on. expecting it to kind of heat up. Did you get suspicious? Get yeah, surprised. But then she, yeah, she actually uses it in battle later as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they just didn't have it as two basic ass swords. Like, let's let's actually have a reason as to why these weapons work mm. against. The monsters. Oh, then before before they actually fight the Diablos, they actually have they do some monster hunter. He's like, right, we have to kill an Asilla to get its poison yeah. to use that to kill mm-hmm. the Diablos. Yes, I dug that as well. Yeah, here we go. We're effectively this, building a weapon. This section of the film where those two are together, they're trying to take out the Diablos. This is the best 
best this film gets, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, this is when it feels like Monster Hunter. It's fun. It's watchable. Well, yeah, because it's about a monster. They haven't started bringing in any real bullshit that pisses me off yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is this a bit where Cephalos just randomly turns up as well? Or is that's that, after that's, they killed yeah, Diablo. That's after, yeah, when they get to like the little yeah. kind of oasis type area. Just the I'll bring it up now. Just as I've, I've, he's, I've, I've said his name. When see when Cephalos jumped out of the water, I actually cheered. I was like, "Yes!" I can't believe Cephalos turned up. He's here. But yeah, that was also a funny little gag as well. Hmm. And he keeps using her as bait. <laughs> but then, yeah, the fight with Diablos. I like that she used a bunch of the, the military stuff, but it was still ultimately the Monster Hunter weapons that actually did it. Mm-hmm. Like, Diablos pretty much shrugged off the chain gun and the rocket, uh, grenade launcher. Yeah, it's effectively setting up a battle bomb against it, right? Like, mm-hmm. maybe do a little bit of damage, but you ain't taking the monster down with that. Was great sword to the head. Yeah. Does the business. Although he uses that great sword to like stab it. <laughs> Does yeah, not like, like shut up. An attack. <laughs> Skull. <laughs> no true charge slashes here. Not allowed. Yep. Did you enjoy actually seeing them carve the monster? Like taking the big bits off it and seeing all like the the innards and the goo and the slime. Nah, I didn't because they never like, put a, like they never put in a scene where he finds a gem, but... so and holds it to the sky. <laughs> no scene where they're trying to carve and Pofango <laughs> just comes in and ruins her. <laughs> That's what Cephalos should have done. Just kept tripping <laughs> her up while she's trying to carve the Yeah, you get paralyzed. Right, and then we're in, yeah, the little oasis. Uh, right, I mean, yeah, this bit so was... looks pretty, right? You've got the Apseros, you've got the trees and stuff. You get them, um, she's cooking the meat on the spit. And in the trailers, it put the music in that scene, but they didn't in the film, disappointingly. Missed the trick again, like we said. Missed the trick. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of moving into the beginning of the the final act of the film here, right? Like we've had the opening stage and then suddenly as they're um you know enjoying the oasis, here comes Raphalos. Um which he had to be in the film, right? Like he had to be the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they do set Raphalos up as a badass mm. in this. Mm. Like it just comes in and incinerates everything. Mm. And uh, this is where uh, Artemis and uh, the Jazz Hunter character uh, they reconvene with the hunters. From the yeah, well, we have a little, there's camp. a little like a little stampede, and yes. then the other hunters turn up to save them, like ninjas out of the out of the sky with their grappling hooks. Yep, and then <laughs> our admiral. Ron Perlman, <laughs> don't thank me yet, and just punches her out. <laughs> so he was 
originally no he wasn't originally from their world he he learned english no yeah, yeah. If he is from their world he's not from our world yes yes he's learned, or was he's learned there english from other visitors <laughs> he mentions That's from true. other visitors and documents and stuff yeah. I mean, all he says is, I made a study of it, and you can take of that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he might as well have said there had to be one character and explain what's going on. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering, like, That's what it. was going to happen, like, because like, obviously I knew Ron Perlman was in it, but, like, obviously when he showed up, like, in that scene, like, I was like, ah, is he going to be speaking Mozart language, or is he English? Like, how are they going to explain that if it is English? It's like, just mm. we'll throw away... <laughs> Well, then they're back to the boat. They're talking about going back and forth between the worlds, whatever. We're going to go and attack the tower. And then he's like, it's guarded by Arathalos. Like, what? (laughs) The monsters obeyed the ancients now? This is the bit that pisses me off because it's so... (laughs) The point is meant to be... The monsters killed all the ancients because they couldn't live in harmony, right? Yeah. So the idea yeah. that they, they could just employ one. It's just the wording. If he just said, like, it's taken up nest there yeah. or something. It's taken, yeah, it's roosting in the tower. Or he could have said, like, yeah, it's attracted there because obviously the anomalies are the, 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 the portals, like, in that opening and closing. Mm. Like, a mon- you could see how a monster mm-hmm. could be maybe attracted to that, kind of seeing that as, a, like, a power source. Yeah, like, source of prey or yeah. whatever. But instead, it's like, no, they used Arathalos as for protection or whatever. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> and again, that's kind of going back to how they they're, 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 they're obviously have to, by necessity, set up the monsters as the antagonists, in a way. But they really have to drive it home, <laughs> in that sense, by not just making it appear as a natural creature, but saying, no, it's, it's guarding the tower. <laughs> It's been employed to do a job. <laughs> this one's bad. It said some racist things on Twitter. It's cancelled. <laughs> it's okay to kill it. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, we're into the, the final hunt, as it were. Yes. With way more than four hunters. <laughs> and, like, unlucky, multiple hunters unlucky. along for the ride as well. <laughs> I think you even have, like, a few, like, that like, kind of off to the side right? that don't even get, like... And maybe like there for like one kind of scene and it well, cuts away. Everyone like, apart from that. Artemis the Hunter and the Admiral, everyone else is just wiped out in like a matter of mm. seconds, just slapped yeah. away with its tail and stuff. Including all of our beloved Monster Hunter World cast members. Yeah, and lost splat <laughs> like next to the ruin. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, we did Ace we did Cadet say, Splat. Yeah, Cadet. <laughs> Before we dig it too oh, deep into I think the I know fight. what you're about to talk about. Who we saw back on the boat. Who we saw, yes. <laughs> the muscular chef. Oh, yeah. And then like shot for shot the um the cooking scene from World. Yep. Yes. Yeah, to be fair, loved that. Seeing mm-hmm. a wee little palico show up. Well, I'm glad they did it. I mean, I'm also glad so they didn't try and of... I'm really glad they didn't try and make it talk like they did in Guild. <laughs> the little wisecracking <laughs> like no they can't help though doing something a bit weird with it though when it blows fucking Artemis a kiss when they head off for the tower yes I don't know, like, that, that amused me though <laughs> and like the Admiral complaining that it's been drinking from his beer because it's full of yeah. hairs 
<laughs> I liked it though. Like, I mean, you can't not have a Palico yeah. in a Monster film. Like, it, it's such Same a big sure, part yeah. of the series' identity, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would obviously have liked to have one in it more, but I guess it also, you but know, can't have them at the tower. Man, quote unquote, just kill them all the first film. Instantly. Yeah. And then, how much did the Resist have in it? Talking if it's in, if it's a fun and too much to make. Studio execs may go. So you've got a cat character. Let's have it talk. Get wisecrack. <laughs> Um, so yes, yeah, so they reveal that Raphalos has a a weak point where if you hit it just before it shoots its fire, you can blow it up effectively. They Which... could have like could have gone with like the actual weak point from the games of like it's dangerous in the air, but if we get it on the ground, we can hit it or something. Didn't have mm-hmm. to make up some bullshit. <laughs> could have done uh an army thing of like like actually bringing the army thing in and she's got like one flashbang remaining yeah, yeah, yeah like that on her belt and uh she uses sky, it in the yeah. sky and it acts as like a flashbang a flashbomb obviously that yeah been but nice. that would have been and, that's what would have happened if people who knew monster hunter wrote this film <laughs> <laughs> so supposedly just on that point supposedly he's a big fan like he really got into the series apparently but they they have to say that when they do these things, right? I guess, yeah. I think if he is, I mean, yeah, I think he might. Yes, though, like he the, maybe carried online. a little bit too deep because, like, now you're saying, like, obviously the thing that you dislike of them, obviously the ancients, like, basically controlling the Rathalos, mm. like that is in like you get that in like Monster Hunter, like lore books about like the ultimate mm. dragon weapon or whatever it's called. Like where they yeah, but that's, again, that's all, that's own, from the it's from the section of the book of unused yeah, yeah, ideas. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's, <laughs> he, he's like digging into material and he's like, "Oh, that's a good idea," and like not he's knowing. Like, I'll not, use that idea. Not, not, like it's <laughs> yeah. not actually used in the games yeah. because it's not a good idea. Yeah, but then we have the fight with Raphalos, and it's pretty sick. So, yep, they have the, the battle, as I said, Ravlos bodies, all their beloved characters. I say, though, like, the, um, the Admiral was, like, he's attacked the switch axe are, like, so weird, and he's, like, putting out, like, flame blasts <laughs> against the Ravlos. Yeah, I'm like, it, what's it, that? It, like, that's, that's, that's one thing. They're not really that, trying that to like, recreate Yeah, that, from that's the one thing that put me off, though, was, like, why is it doing, like, weird elemental blasts? <laughs> like, it's a, like a gun lance or... <laughs> I don't know. So why is he using fire attacks on a Rathalos to begin no, with? That's yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> it's like fire Someone has been fire. reading his hunter's notes, been spending too long studying <laughs> English. <laughs> but then um, what's really... Obviously, oh yeah. the, the the money shot of this film is she gets sent back to... She briefly gets knocked to a portal back to our world. Yes. She's getting, you know, taken away on a chinook or whatever. And then the Rathalos turns up to fuck up some planes. I was so into this. This is this is why I bought the movie ticket twice. Was I wanted to see a Rathalos fuck up an airplane <laughs> yeah. on the big screen, and I got to see it. That was a good part of the film. Like this is where, like, when they showed off that test footage all those years ago, mm. I I would have I would have preferred that version of the film. So mm. we got this. Like, if, like basically, so, if they flip it around, so like, into it. That basically, yeah, the hunter gets and more gets time with the monsters in our world, sort of thing. Our world, yeah, like, it's a flip. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I that would, that would cost more. That's the, <laughs> yeah. like, there's a reason yeah. most of this film takes place in an empty desert, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was a big budget. Uh, Sixty million dollars. Apparently, that is more than I'd have guessed. That he did not spend that well. <laughs> yeah, alone on that, like the the first scene, I think most of it. But yeah, very much enjoyed Raffos. That, like as I said, it's it's just dumb fun, right? Like yeah, it's the big big monster movie. That's like, what we're here for. It's always fun. Yeah, like a building and getting collapsed, or like a airplane and helicopters getting smashed about. Yeah, and that's uh, the thing that you couldn't get from um, the games, right? A straight adaptation. Like, I, I yeah, never want, I never want them to do that in the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, if we could get a movie that that gives us a bit of that as just something, here's something a bit different, right? I'm into that. I wish it had done well enough that we'd get a mad budget sequel where they are just like rampaging through New York. So, so on that note, so like just going for the the rest of the. The final bits of the film, obviously. Yeah, then she goes back through to the Monster Hunter world and they take down the Raffalos. Right, and now we're ready for the big final battle of the film. Are we right, boys? (laughs) The Raffalos is dead, and what shows up? Fucking Gorn (laughs) Regala. Yeah, boy. I use them. They got in there like because they used them in the test footage. You know, I was, I was, I was hyped. Well, and yeah, because they had that model ready to go. Well, this <laughs> film was this film was like production begun like Monster Hunter Four was the most recent one, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it just took them so long to bring it out that like World was old by the time it released. <laughs> and then film ends. Credits. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. I get the impression they wanted to do a sequel though, because they had the goal, the oh, goal to have a post-credit scene. Oh, your ancient mystery! Not just one, but two. I think <laughs> the two. Well, I, I, yeah, I, but... I mean, my assumption was that's meant to be a Wyvarian. Right, I was wondering. Yeah, why that I, 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 that's, I that's the one thing we didn't see. The one thing we didn't see in the film was any Wyvarians, so. I would guess that's what they're going for with the old. Yeah, they don't fucking make it obvious though, do they? It's just some mystery who did, they do not. <laughs> who did person up, up at the top of the tower. But then the much more exciting post credit scene is we get to see the Palico go into combat. Yes. I didn't see that, but... I think that's yeah, all there's, part there's of the a same se- scene. Yeah. There's like two. There's two. Yeah, we the get Pal- one the, of... The, the muscular chef joins the battle against the Gormagala. And that's and then, it. Uh, Film that's, complete. That's, that is our lot. So. Yeah. Film but uh, yeah, on a budget of 60 million, it had a box office of 44 million. It's not great. It did, it? It did release <laughs> 2020, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. And um, Anderson's always. His films keep getting made off the back of selling a lot of DVDs. So who knows? Maybe it's doing okay in streaming. Because like the Resi films, they made like what did they make? Like eight of them in the end. They made yeah, quite a lot. 
and it's just because they were just like permanent sellers and like the stores of HMS or whatever. Yeah, no, like they're those are like always constantly on like streaming services as well. Like just like everywhere, it's not like it's exclusive yeah. to like one area. Like you can get them through like everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like uh, and it looks, what do I feel like watching? Uh, we'll watch a zombie and it looks film, like and they just they just kind of that way as well because I think it just got added to Netflix in the UK. Yep. But yeah, if he, if he could just keep pumping out. You know, if we see one new monster every three years smash something up, I would be very happy indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's happening. Though. I don't think it did well enough. Yeah. No. I, I think this cost a lot more than it. I don't know how much the Resident Evil sequels cost, but, but I think it was less than that. If Capcom like, wanted to put like a whole load of money in, into it, though, to do a sequel, they definitely could. They've mm. got the money. They would definitely have like, the money for it. Just then, like, the way they're kind of swinging about the prize money for Street Fighter. So. Yeah, but it just it doesn't. I don't think it did well, really yeah, good. Yeah. It didn't really advertise. It didn't advertise their games particularly well. It wasn't a popular film. Yeah. Okay, so the final Resident Evil film was about the same budget, forty million. But what did it make? Three hundred and twelve million. There we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that released in twenty sixteen, not in twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. Pa- yeah, like pandemic cinemas did not help this film. At all. No. And like, would have done that much there are films. Had it... There are films which did okay in pandemic times because it was like, mm. I got to see this. I'll drag myself to cinema. This was not that film. No, no. Unless you're as mad as me, no one was like, I've got to go see Monster Hunter. I'll risk my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like me and Jazz, obviously, very big fans of the series as well. We ain't doing it. We ain't got the pictures. It took me like two years to convince you to just sit and watch it on your TV for an hour and a half. <laughs> but what? Yeah, that's one thing I will say. It was a breezy watch. Like, yeah. um, and maybe that's because the like the last film I'd saw before that was the three-hour-long, very harrowing "All Quiet on the Western Front." <laughs> so to have a breezier film. But you know, much lighter material. Um, it, it did go quickly in that sense, so can't complain. I don't know, a lot of soldiers got killed by spiders in this film. <laughs> yeah, well, exacts <laughs> injected into the sides to explode. Still, I believe they did. <laughs> That's that is the wildest thing to me in that film. Just when they suddenly like lifted up his shirt and like there's full. Of, I just can't get over that. Before we um, before we move on to like wrapping up, did you guys hear about the Chinese controversy with this yeah, film? Yeah. No. So the initial release, um, which would have been in the theaters in the states and Europe, so I, I've never seen this scene. Um, one of the soldiers, played by Jin, I can't remember who it was. I guess there was an Asian actor in there. Yeah, yes, yeah. He jokingly says, "Look at my knees. What kind of knees are these?" Chinese. Okay. Yeah, apparently it's got really bad <laughs> um, connotations. Yeah, in Chinese viewers interpreted this as a reference to the racist playground chant, Chinese, Ch- Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. <laughs> and oh. therefore an insult to the Chinese people. The film was removed from circulation and Chinese authorities censored references to it online. Tencent had reportedly prepared a modified version of the film omitting the line, but even these showings were pulled. 
This reaction also caused Chinese users to review Bomb Monster Hunter World in reference to the lines. Wow. And it was removed from all subsequent releases. But yeah, perhaps losing China is another reason this film didn't make much money. Uh, yeah, because didn't like didn't like the Warcraft movie do really, really well in China? Possibly. A lot of stuff that, does mad numbers in China. And that definitely seems almost on a bit of a similar ilk to this, right? Like, mm-hmm. an adaptation that's not particularly I, I think well received. But. The difference with the Warcraft movie is that it was made by, like, a... It wasn't made by someone who pretended to be a fan and just sort of half-assed it. It was made by someone who was way too much of a fan and went mad in depth into some lore, I think. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> it's directed by David Bowie's son. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and then the worst bits is uh, the actor stated that for his character, the line was to proudly proclaim he is a Chinese soldier. Not just his knees, but his arms, his head, his heart. Anderson stated that it was never our intention to send a message of discrimination or disrespect to anyone. To the contrary, at its heart, our movie is about unity. <laughs> just, like... Why can't anyone just say, yeah, it's a stupid joke, sorry, we've cut it now. Don't feed me this bullshit. Yeah. But then again, um, so, I completely forgot to bring this up when I did a Matt and Luke sci-fi sanctuary on this film. Paul W. Sanderson's a piece of shit. Oh, really? Yeah, he got, um, during one of the Resi films, he changed the speed of a stunt at, like, very short notice. And a stunt lady lost her arm. What? Oh, fuck. And then him and the studio tried to wiggle out of paying her what she was due. Oh, dear. Wow. So, fuck that guy. Yeah. But uh, from there, <laughs> what do we think of this fucking film? <laughs> so... It is really dumb. Bang average. Right. And. Below average. <laughs> like. Yeah, but like, it, if it wasn't a monster, if it was just a generic monster film, right? It wasn't Monster Hunter. Um, it would. You two would never have watched it. Ever. No, it'd be miserable. I would have had a horrible time. But I, 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 um, I, don't, I don't think you guys would have just sought out and watched. A non-monster no, hunter of course, film of this uh, scale. Of course not. I don't know, man. I like, I like monster movies as well, man. And I, I do have a habit of watching some really atrocious films, like through Netflix and stuff. But <laughs> like, I, like, obviously, like, I probably have seen worse films than Monster Hunter. Like, it's, it's okay oh, yeah, in parts. And I, like I we think I through like, the episode here, you know, and it's not like it just doesn't hit the beats that you want. It hit like the games that kind of hit. It's a, it's a weird film to recommend because I can't recommend it to a non-Monster Hunter fan because it's just got nothing going for it other than having the monsters, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm cautious to recommend it to any Monster Hunter fans <laughs> in case that they're going to be, like, you know, pissed off by all the things it gets wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it like the only person I can wholeheartedly recommend it to is myself. If you're just like, you like dumb monster movies and you'd love to see one that had these monsters in it. Yep. I happen to be the exact target audience, but I don't think that's saying very much. 
Because I like some real dumb shit. <laughs> think. Whilst, obviously, Legends of the Guild was a more faithful adaptation mm. of Monster Hunter, I think I like this more. Yeah, I mean, this... It's generic and it's dumb, but, you know, some of those things are generic because they work, right? A little bit of crappy banter, mm-hmm. a simple buddy, buddy, buddy story, some action scenes. There's a reason that's a formula that films stick to. It's watchable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Legends of the Guild was... It was an hour-long, weird, animated children's, but not really for children... Trying to take itself too seriously, but also being quite dumb. I what was it? <laughs> and it looked like it, a extended cutscene. <laughs> yeah, and also technically wasn't like I would say like the big thing with the Guild movie is it wasn't long enough. Really, kind of lets itself down. Like, mm. felt they could get more out of it from like it being like a half an hour longer. And even that one tried to have too grim a tone. I think at times. Mm. Where's the monster hunter film? The it's just of, fun. I think the moral of the story is um, forget this film. Forget Legend of the Guild. Just go watch the Monster Hunter Stories anime. You'll probably have a better time. I did, as I was preparing to watch this film, discover that all of that is also on Amazon Prime here. Ah. I think, oh, I could. <laughs> so maybe I'll report back on that. Maybe a surprise (laughs) episode will pop up in your feed. If it's worth watching, and if Luke reports to me it's decent, you know I will be down. Jay will watch anything anime. Then reason, yeah. But yeah. (laughs) Uh, The rate I watch things, you'll you'll hear from me about that in about five years' time. Well, Jay, do you want to tell the listeners what they can expect from us in the future? So, yeah, I mean, we've kind of run out of Monster Hunter content for the time being, um, other than this now apparent Monster Hunter Stories episode that might come in the future. Who knows? Um, But don't hold your breath for that. So, what were. (laughs) Five years' time. what you can look forward to us next though is we're going to be taking a bit of a deep dive into the world of the legend of zelda breath of the wild to be specific um leading up to the release of tears of the kingdom coming later in may um it's going to be kind of a look at the the world um the history of the world the lore of like the, the ruined areas um We'll kind of figure out as we go along what it's actually going to comprise. I'm sure Luke's got some ideas bubbling about in his big old noggin already. But uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. So if you like us just chatting shit in this style of podcast, um, I'm sure we'll be retweeting some links to that once we well, actually... Well, the first couple episodes I'll put on this feed. And do keep this mm-hmm. feed, you know, stay subscribed, listeners, because... Like, we've probably got at least one more monster in Sunbreak to come, so we might just bang out an episode when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, when, when announcements are made of Monster Hunter 6, whenever that may be, you'll hear from us. You know, we'll do a reaction, and then once the game's out, we'll start doing content again. Like, Monster Mash is not dead. 
It's just, no. you know, going into hibernation. It's just sleep, sleep. Think of us, think of us like a Gormagala. We come back every thousand years to ruin your life. Horrible comeback. Chaotic, dying. Edgy old It's over misery. <laughs> but yes, in the meantime, look forward to Hyrule Field Report. Um, once once that gets underway, it will be... The, I'll put the first couple episodes on this feed. You know, you'll know where to find us online. Please do head on over, tell your friends. You know, it'll be a new podcast, so it'll be prime time to please give us those five-star ratings on iTunes and the retweets and the follows. Help us find the audience. Um, I mean, Zelda's quite popular. People will be searching for it on their podcast feed. There's a good chance we might find some listeners. Um, and if you do want to hear me and Jay most weeks, Game Game Show is still going on. Head on over to Game Game Show on Twitter. And you can join the 20 or so listeners who listen to that one. Yes. It's ironic because it's the best podcast that's made on the Podcastio Podcastius Network. And by far the least listened to. It's a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah. Oh. Um, in the meantime... For one last time for the time being, Jas, what can they tweet at Andyman949 this week? <laughs> you can tweet at Andyman949 chocolate? Question mark? <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> C H O C L I T. Chocolate. Just, chocolate. Just do, not, do not tweet them pictures of Hershey's. Otherwise. <laughs> You'll get oh, you will get an earful. You might finally off. get Andy to respond if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, catch you next time. Cheerio. See ya.